Al, it's time to talk about game announcements. Game announcements? And potentially the most controversial game of the year. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, indeed. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was the case. No, I mean, I don't think either of us, or really most people knew that was going to be the case last Thursday when this game came out, but... uh. Oh, the tides boy. have changed. I had no idea. Interesting. Yes. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc, Al, and Ladium. Hello. We're, this is what, I almost said we were discussing something, but no, that's the other podcast where I say that afterwards. This is episode 244. And we're going to talk about the Gamescom opening light live announcements that were announced this past Wednesday by mm -hmm. the Jeff Keighley. That guy. And then we're going to talk about 12 minutes. Yep. In exactly 12 minutes. Well, I don't think we can talk about that in exactly 12 minutes. <laughs> true, and that's for true. Uh, you, unfortunately, had to step out for most of this show. Yes. So you missed out on most of it. Yes. But of course, you got to see your favorite game at the end, so you're, you know, you're, you're hyped and ready. Did I? I mean, what else are you gonna play on your PlayStation Five? I mean, dancing all night. I mean, that's not a PlayStation Five game. It's not, but I can still play it on my PlayStation Five. <laughs> all righty. So there was some. There was a pre-show where there was a kitty cat. Kitty cat. There's a little black kitty cat. They showed some stuff there. I think they showed a release date, a new release date for the King of Fighters, mm -hmm. and then some other stuff that I do not remember in the slightest. Not to say it was bad or anything, it's just I don't remember. And this this does not have those pre-show announcements. Either way, let's kick off with the main show. They began with the reboot of Saints Row. Mm -hmm. It's all new setting, all new characters. All new everything, essentially. Which I think is basically the way you kind of have to take that series after the events of Saints Row 4. Yes. Because of how just bombastic and over the top that game ends and everything. You kind of just have to start from scratch, I think, again. Which, that is what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, that is coming on February 25th, 2022. For the PlayStation 5, PS4, PC, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S, and Xbox One. I believe it is going to have character creation and everything, all that sort of jazz. Going to have co-op, all that sort of jazz. So basically all of the Saints Row stuff that you would expect to see. I just don't think it's going to be as outlandish as Saints Row 4 was. I don't think you're going to be a superhero. Well, that's a bummer. Maybe eventually they'll just work their way back there. <laughs> yeah, because that one was fun. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. It was a real wild time. Uh, following that, they showed off Marvel's Midnight Suns. It's the suns that are out at midnight. I don't think that's how that works. That's that's exactly how that works. This is the uh, the Marvel XCOM game. Mm -hmm. The new uh, 2K for Axis Marvel joint. There's Marvel people. Blades in it. The Ghost Rider. And then Wolverine, I guess, shows up as well. And then a bunch of other characters. So there you go. Also, you get to play as your own customizable hero. Woo! Woo! Yay! Yay! Uh, they showed off 
Call of Duty Vanguard, which I, you know, I, it's, who could be publishing this game? I can't, it's really hard to put my finger on it. I, you know, they just don't, they just don't want to say. Wow. I can't imagine why or anything. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it's big a real mystery. Big, real big mystery. Uh, mostly they showed off campaign here because yeah of course that's what you want to see and then laura bailey was like yeah it's been my lifelong dream to be in a call of duty game okay or i think jeff Keeley said that maybe either way it was a very weird line Odd. Um, it looks like call of duty yeah but it's world war ii again because i guess i don't know sure they make sledgehammer make these world war games now and it's like you made like one of the best call of duties in advanced warfare and then they were like hey what if you made a world war one and world war two game afterwards and it's like girls uh, after that they showed off halo infinite halo which was mostly a little bit of the multiplayer story i don't know I think it was also supposed to tie into their first season of multiplayer or whatnot. But they uh, also announced a date for the Halo. Mm -hmm. December 8th. So they are trying to sneak that in as late as possible for this year. Yeah, they are. Whether or not that sticks to that date remains to be seen. Because I, I don't think we talked about this on here. But they announced, I think, last week that when that game launches, it's just going to be story and multiplayer. The campaign co-op is not coming out until like three months after and then the forge which is where you get all the custom stuff is six months after launch wow so that game is just coming in on fire essentially sounds like it um and, and worth mentioning that i was trying to ask you about the halo date yes and my phone just kept saying help H-A-L-P. What about the like, help? Help date? Help. Date for help? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? And several ums in between that. Yes. <laughs> help date? Help date? They also announced a uh, Halo-branded Elite controller and a Halo-branded Xbox Series X. If any of you are interested in getting one of those... Probably be about as hard as just getting a regular one. Yeah. Uh, after that, they showed off a game called Cult of the Lamb, which is a roguelike game from Devolver. Where you play as a lamb, I think. And there's a bunch of animals. So there you go. After that, they showed off a game called Midnight Fight Express, which apparently is being made by just one dude. Oh. And is just like a over-the-top fighting game action game which actually seemed pretty cool hmm. it's like what if hotline miami was more about fighting and not like gunplay and just over the top violence but it was also like 3d but still like a top-down view hmm. it looked neat after that they showed off some of teenage mutant ninja turtles shredders revenge with playable april o'neill yes exactly that game looks all right. I think that's the first time I've actually seen that game. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I, I get what they're going for. Seems pretty all right. That game, I think, is still coming out next year. Uh, I hope that it has a way that we can play it together. Because I, I loved 
the the TMNT like beat em up games. I loved them. Yeah, I would assume um, because it's like it's a .mu joint, and mm-hmm. they, you know they do all the retro stuff. I would assume it's going to have like local co op and online co op or whatever. So we could we have ways to do that. Yeah. Either one of those. I'm assuming we will be fine. Okay, cool. Because, like, as much as I love them, I don't know that I would want to play one solo, like, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) True that. Uh, They showed off an ad for the Demon Slayer game, and it was just like, here's a character. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania showed up. Uh, The Yakuza Yakuza dude showed up as well. He's like, hey, I'm making Monkey Ball again. Yay. Also, we're putting the cat from Persona 5 in here. And I was just like, eh, whatever. Kiryu's in that game, though. Nice. That's pretty cool. This announcement, not as cool. Nope. Uh, Splitgate is getting a season zero, which Splitgate is the, basically, it's what if you put Halo and Portal together game. Which is, it's actually all right. It plays a lot like Halo, where, like, all of the mm-hmm. game modes are just the Halo game modes. <laughs> And, like, they have a an in-game announcer that just sounds like the Halo announcer. It's like, lost the lead, oh gained God. the lead, tied the leader. I need to play oddball in that to see if the announcer goes, your team dropped the ball. <laughs> but, yeah, that game's pretty all right. Uh, they showed off a new trailer for Riders Republic, the Ubisoft extreme sports game which is now in having an open beta until august 28th which is the time you are listening to this so it's probably already over or this is the final day for it so yeah there's that it also i guess has like x games collaboration in it because they should have bought like x game stuff i was like that makes a ton of sense uh they showed off a trailer for a game called UFL which is a free to play game that's also a soccer game which they also claim is a fair to play game hmm? yeah I don't know <laughs> don't ask me <laughs> they okay. just put the words free to play and then it changed to fair to play oh, oh okay soccer sure oi bruv the football the football. Uh, they showed off a new trailer for Lego the Skywalker Saga, which I could have sworn was already out. <laughs> but it's the, hey, if you want to play all the all nine Star Wars games in one Lego package, this is the game for you. Which, of course, everyone wants to play that last Star Wars game. Or mm-hmm. movie, excuse me. So there's that. Heat Advisory. Yeah, that's probably true. Yep. Uh, they showed off a game called Synced Off Planet. Which is a sci-fi planet game. <laughs> I think it's a survival game as well. I genuinely do not remember looking at this game. Which says a lot. Uh, after that, they showed off the Outlast Trials, which is another game from the Outlast series, which is a spooky game. Spooky horror. Spooky. Uh, after that, they showed off a game called Doke V which is a Korean action-adventure open-world game where there's, like, a K-pop song playing in the background, and it's like, what if this was kind of like Pokemon, but also, like, kind of not? It was just all over the place and just seemed very wild. It seemed real cool. From like It was a very long trailer as well. So they just kept packing in things, and it was just like, this seems pretty okay. 
I would play this. Also, this K-pop song is pretty catchy. <laughs> Do you know who it is or what it no is? No idea. Hmm. It could have just been like. I don't think it was like anyone big. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, following that, they showed off a trailer for Jurassic World Evolution Two, where a dinosaur ate a shark. That sounds like a nightmare to me. I, I mean, you, like, I, wa- I want I the shark I figured you would die. like a shark getting eaten by a dinosaur. I mean, yes, but, like, I would They just showed off a crane a with a shark on it, and then the shark just dropped into a dinosaur's mouth. Okay, <laughs> that, that's pretty cool, but I don't, don't like seeing a shark. Yeah. Uh, following that, we got a new trailer for Far Cry 6, because apparently we're just going to see all of the trailers for that. Because they've just never stopped sending trailers for that. <laughs> Also, please remember that is not this is not a political game, despite this not trailer being game. very political. Not a political game. <laughs> Super not political. No I think the game comes game. out. Uh, game comes out comes out in October. I thought the game came out in like February. Probably was supposed to come out in February of this year or something. Wouldn't surprise me. After mm-hmm. that, we saw a trailer for Blood Hunt, which is a Vampire the Masquerade universe game, but is also just a Vampire Battle Royale. There you go. One of my friends has been talking about there's a vampire battle royale, and I did not know what he meant until just, until I saw this trailer. I was like, oh, it's the vampire battle royale. <laughs> so there you go. There's that. Uh, after that, there was a trailer for a game called Park Beyond, which is a theme park game where you just make weird, wild theme park rides. There you go. Okay. Uh, there was a new trailer for Jet The Far Shore. It's coming out October 5th. They've showed this off a couple of times as a space exploration game coming to the PlayStation platforms and the Epic Game Store. They uh, they announced the, or they, I guess it's they say, they confirmed the Horizon Forbidden West delay, which is now coming out February 28th, 2022. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's a game. I think they said they're going to talk about it more at like an upcoming Sony thing. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. They showed a new trailer for New World, the Amazon MMO, and they talked to like the director of the game, and Jeff Keeler's like, yeah, you guys had a successful open beta recently. And it's like, yeah, it was very successful at melting everyone's graphics cards. Yay! It's like, that's I don't think you would call this successful. <laughs> but yeah, this game's still coming out. They showed off a trailer for a Marvel mobile game. Yeah. Yep. There's like a dime a dozen of those. Uh, they had that one violinist show up and play a song from Tales of Arise or maybe Mimicus playing the song from Tales of Arise. I don't know. Who knows? And then they also showed off a new mobile Tales of game called Tales of Luminaria. Yes. Which looked kind of not great in that trailer. <laughs> Yeah. Like those cut-ins seemed very low frame rate. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. Well, just just in general, like it didn't really show anything that was like interesting. Yeah. Uh Dead Mouse showed up and was like, "Hey, I'm making a game for a weird user generated platform." Also, he said to the like Dead Mouse 5. That's And then later said like, Dead Mouse. <laughs> Dead Mouse. And I'm like, "Um Also, Dead Mouse has made a lot of money. Okay. He could afford a better microphone than what he was using for that that video. What? Who it was terrible. <laughs> like, bruh. Bruh. But, yeah, I don't know. It's something. Dead Mal 5. It's called Oberhasli. 
Sure. We'll go with that. Uh, Fall Guys is getting Jungle Book skins. Yeah, for some reason. I think it's just because their new season is jungle-themed, so that, that makes sense in that aspect. But if you look at this out of context, it's like, the Jungle Book? Huh? Huh? <laughs> but yeah. If you want to be the, the, the beloved characters from the Jungle Book. Yep. You know all of them. Yep. That I totally know who the names are. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah yes couldn't couldn't tell you uh they mm-hmm. showed off a new trailer for replaced which is a retro futuristic action platformer i think they showed off at other points in time i just don't really remember much of it. it's coming out next year mm-hmm. uh they showed a trailer for age of empires 4 which is coming out on microsoft platforms i think it's actually just pc on october 28th if you want to relive the hundred years war and the Holy Roman Empire. Oh, and boy. other empires of ages oh. for. Woo! <laughs> if you love yourself some real-time strategy. Uh, do not. I don't think I've ever played an Age of Empires game. Wait, hang on. We have to talk about something. Okay. Which of these games had... Which of these games had... Which of these games had... I gotta look at my text history now, because you know there was a, a certain slowed down cover that showed up in this press co- presentation. Right. Yes. I just don't remember which game it was attached to. I don't know that you told me what game it was. I thought you just told me that I missed it. I did tell you that you missed it. Um, it might have been the Marvel XCOM thing. Oh it was either God. that or the Saints Row thing. It was one of the two. Oh I, 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 I think it was the XCOM, the Marvel thing. But yes, they did a slow down cover of Inter Sandman, which I was just like, uh, why? <laughs> why do we keep doing this game, people? Because we hate ourselves. Apparently, or they just hate us. That's also true. What it is. They specifically hate me and you, and they're like, oh, they keep complaining about this. Let's just keep doing it. It's true. Uh, Valheim is getting a Hearth and Home update on September 16th. This is a uh, Viking game, I think it is. Viking survival game that got real popular earlier this year. So that makes sense. We got a new trailer for Crossfire X, the game that just keeps getting trailers and never comes out. (laughs) (laughs) They did not have the slowed down version of X going to give it to you in this trailer, though, which is very disappointing. Rip. But soon, we maybe someday, we will get wrapped up in the Crossfire. Crossfire. <laughs> uh, they showed off gameplay of Aloy from Horizon in Genshin Impact. And yep. then they're like, here's a concert from Genshin Impact. If you know this song, you know this song. And then Ooh. they're like, here's 10 seconds of it. All right, we're out. <laughs> yep. It was weird. Uh, Sifu got another trailer. That game is also, if you like, fighting in action. It's for you. But they've also shown like trailers for that at, like every event in the last year, so I I feel like I've just been oversaturated by this game. Mm-hmm. And then they ended with Death Stranding director's cut. Of course they did. Because of course they did. I remember I was joking in a in a Discord chat. I was like, "Are they gonna end this on Death Stranding?" And then they ended it on Death Stranding. Uh... 
some of these some of these enhancements quote unquote and upgrades seem very strange <laughs> some of them actually seem like smart and like good like there's the like the jetpack stabilizers where you can like jump across chasms and stuff like that seems very good for that game i also like the buddy bot That'll just, that'll just carry stuff around for you, and it also eventually will carry you around if you want. Yep. Like, yep. that seems pretty good in terms of, like, exploration <laughs> and the way the, some people want to play that game. And then they're also like, all right, here's a firing range and all these, like, fighting missions you can go on. And, like, I'm pretty sure no one really liked the combat in that game. Like, it was very bad. <laughs> you can go I replay boss battles. facial expressions. Yes. <laughs> Because that's what oh, you want. Man. I mean, I just can't believe that they actually were able to make him have a facial expression that's not his generic <laughs> one that he always has on. It's pretty good. There's also a uh, new energy drinks in there, so I wonder if the, the oh. monster energy is not in that game anymore. Oh, it's very peculiar. Um, they also put in like that fake Metal Gear Solid mission that was in that first trailer. That's in the game actually, and also like that music was the most just like. We are going to make this sound as close to Metal Gear Solid music as we can without it being, like, getting into legalities. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then also, you can pull off ultra-extreme tricks over ramps if you want. Ooh. New, I do I want to preface this by saying they put up a slide before they showed this, by, and it just said, New fun! New fun! New fun! New fun and graphics are the two greatest bullet points in a video game trailer to date oh my god uh and then there's also just like you can do racing in this game which look yep. i would i would play a death straining racing game if it was just that because <laughs> that's real stupid <laughs> and then yeah there's like yeah the mysterious facility stuff like i said earlier is new and yeah whatever it's death straining yeah supposedly as well i guess kojima came out and said that he does not like the director's cut subtitle because he's like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't. And and that's the thing that we talked about. Because it was like, who kept this man from doing the version of this that he originally wanted to do? Because... I mean, they can't really say it's a Game of the Year edition. <laughs> they can't. You're Maybe just, just say it's the Ultimate Edition. The Ultimate Edition. The Complete Edition. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, Complete Edition. That works perfectly fine. <laughs> Insane. But yeah, that's how they ended it. Yep. Dev straining director's cut. They, yep. they, they show that off and Kojima didn't even say anything. Nope. Man, Jeff's just getting the short end of the stick. Can't even get his boy to show up and be like, I know. Hello, I don't really want to talk to you. But I'm contractually obligated to talk to you right now. <laughs> but yeah, that I is wonder, the... I wonder uh, if uh, there is trouble in paradise there. Uh, it's a good, good question. Good question. <laughs> But yeah, that's the Gamescom opening night live doohickey. Some some interesting things here and there, but mostly it is a Jeff Keighley show, so you kind of understand what that's going to be. Yep. But yeah. That is the game announcements. There's probably there might be some other stuff later on throughout the week because that is that Gamescom. Is stuff. That is the big the big things. Um but yeah. Let us uh, dive in next to 12 minutes. 
12 so minutes. I'm going to put a, put a timer for 12 minutes, and that's that's all we can talk about 12 minutes for. No. I mean, it's going to loop repeatedly, so. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to start off by giving you a couple of quotes. Okay. First, from one Hideo Kojima. Oh, God. Hideo Kojima said about 12 minutes that he had not been into a game this much since Inside. It's a weird comparison. And it has yeah. inspired him to consider making another adventure game, which, hey, if this game inspires Kojima to make another adventure game of all things fine this game can totally exist oh my god uh, and then also a recent article from Kotaku came out okay I'm gonna read you the headline oh boy 12 minutes might have the worst video game ending of the year <laughs> <laughs> which is uh a very bold headline, but also I don't think that's inaccurate. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It, it is is something. Yep. There was definitely, like, a lot of, like, you know, excitement going into this game because it had been shown off a lot leading up to its release, and then people finally got their hands on it. And then it was, like, Thursday evening you started hearing the scuttlebutt. Yep. Of, be, of people like being like, hey, what the f*** is up with that 12 minutes ending? Yep. <laughs> and then everyone's like, that's strange. Why are people talking about that? And then people, when more people started getting into it and everything, they were like, oh. <laughs> I mean, we were kind of like yelling at each other once you finished it. I was like, ah, what is this? Yep. I didn't realize it was super controversial, though. I mean... It's controversial in the, in the fact that people are like, what the f***? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what boy. a mess. What a, what a mess indeed. Um, let's talk about development of this game, because this game has been in development for a good while. Yep. All right, so... Luis Antonio is a former artist from Rockstar Games and Ubisoft who left those companies to pursue independent game development. He spent time in 2012 working to help develop The Witness before setting out to make his own game. For his first game, he wanted a title that would explore the consequences of decision-making and how those choices affected others. Antonio also considered the most video that most video games are built on loops, with the player character dying and the player using knowledge from previous steps to proceed further into the game, a concept built into the time-looping nature of 12 minutes. Initially, he had envisioned a game that took place in a small neighborhood over the course of 24 hours, but this proved to be too large in scope for himself, and he scaled it back to a single apartment suite in a much shorter time period. Much of the design of the game is inspired by film director, bleh, film director Stanley Kubrick, and as one nod to Kubrick, the lobby area around the apartment the includes carpet. the iconic carpet pattern Kubrick used in the Overlook Hotel for The Shining. Additional inspirations come from the films Groundhog Day, Memento, and Rear Window. Antonio, uh, Antonio also took inspiration from Filth, a film starring James McAvoy, in which the lead character keeps getting to increasingly worse situations while trying to recti rectify others. Other film directors that helped to establish the psychological thriller alongside Kubrick, like Alfred Hitchcock and David Fincher, are also influential to the game's design, and Antonio, alongside <laughs> alongside advertising firm Emotion, designed the game's poster as an homage to films from these directors. Antonio had premiered the game at the 2015 PAX East event. Whoa. Six years ago. Whoa. At this point, the game using the game was using placeholder art, but having the gameplay loop completed. The game was given an honorable mention for the 
Seamus McNally Grand Prize at the Independent Games Festival in 2016. Antonio had planned for the game to be released in 2016. However, in the intervening years, Antonio brought on a team of five to help refine the game, as well as well as 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 well as obtained publishing support from Annapurna and Anactiv. The game was re-shown during the Xbox press conference from Microsoft during E3 2019 and with a re- planned release for 2020. Among final elements to be included are fully voice lines for the main characters and improved character animations using motion capture. As he finalized the game's design... Antonio took a reductionist approach, removing gameplay elements to focus on the essentials he wanted. For example, Antonio originally had timepieces within the game world for the player to anticipate when events would happen, but later removed these, leaving it up to the player to follow on conversations and other cues to know when events were, were to happen and prepare for them. Voice acting for this game was provided by James McAvoy, Daisy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe as the husband, wife, and the officer, respectively. Annapurna Interactive helped with casting as well as, as well as finding safe locations for them to record lines, while which came just as the general world lockdown due to the COVID-19 pandemic had started. Antonio stated an anticipated release by the end of 2020 for Windows and Xbox with ports to other systems later. In November 2020, Annapurna Interactive confirmed that the game was delayed to 2021 and was released on August 19, 2021. And the game was also showcased at the 2021 Tribeca Film Festival, where it competed for the inaugural Tribeca Games Award. So there you go. That's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um, so reviews of this game came out, I think, around earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Mostly positive. Like, there was one outlier, which was the PC Gamer one, which gave it about, like, a 5 out of 10, essentially. Um, so a lot of people were kind of just like, that seems like a weird outlier. Everything else seems generally positive, you know. This game seems all right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's what happened. And But there are some, there was some criticism from reviews of the game and everything, which we will get into here for a little bit. Uh Wikipedia says some reviewers express strong criticism of the amount of domestic violence, particularly that the that this is that that is forced. I'm going to guess that the player is forced, or no. I don't understand what the sentence is saying. <laughs> oh no. Or I guess the, okay, domestic violence, particularly that that is forced onto the wife in order to progress the game. So like you have to force domestic violence onto the wife to progress through the game. Oh. Which isn't necessarily domestic violence, okay, but you just witness violence against your wife. Yeah, it's violence against your wife. Uh, Renetta Price of Kotaku stated that while it was possible that a story could include this type of violence if it was well-crafted, its inclusion within 12 minutes was pretentious and exhausting, and considered the twist ending terrible, which we will get into. Yep. According to Polygon's Samit Sakur, the staff at Polygon were split whether the violence was necessary to, ser- to serve the game story, but Sakar also concerned with the lack of any disclaimers related to the violence or other troublesome topics at the start of the game. Uh, this is also a relation to another game that came out around the same time. Uh, 12 Minutes had been released near the same time as Boyfriend Dungeon, which on its initial release also had received similar criticism related to darker, mature content that had not been alluded to through pre- pre-release materials or in-game content warnings. Both games were considered examples of where proper, proper in-game content warnings would be necessary to warning players about disturbing content before encountering it, which I do believe Boyfriend Dungeon has gone and, like, patched in a content warning before the game starts now. Mm-hmm. So there is that. But this game, I do not think, has that at all. Yeah, and I mean, like, especially after seeing the really good one that I saw the day when I booted up Psychonauts 2. Mm-hmm. Like, man, more games should do this. That would be really helpful, actually. And 
yeah, I could see where it would be helpful for this game. Um, I've heard a little bit about the whole thing with Boyfriend Dungeon, but... Um, There's a lot of things, apparently, with that game as well that just There's seemed... apparently a lot. Hmm. Hmm. Some good... Hmm. or I, It's like some good, some fans being very bad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this game does not do any of that. It just kind of like pops you in immediately as soon as you kind of boot the game up. Yep. So yeah, let's talk about this game. Which, I guess story-wise, there's not a whole lot to it because, you know, it is a time-looping game. And yeah. you kind of have to discern everything through 10 Loops. minutes of in-game time before you loop again. Mm-hmm. But essentially, you play a dude who is a husband. He's coming home from work. He lives with his wife. Uh, the husband is played by James McAvoy. The wife played by Daisy Ridley. And, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to have a celebration dinner if you she, choose to do that. She made your favorite dessert. If you choose to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you could just sit around and be like, I don't, I don't want to do this. She, she, She's made you your favorite dessert and she has a surprise for you. Mm -hmm. So if you go through that, she'll tell you, hey, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. Yay. Here's We're a... gonna name this baby after your mom. Yep. Here's a here's a onesie. Here's a onesie. Yay. And Yay. then this dude just pops into the apartment like, I'm a cop. Open up. You're I'm arresting you for Moida. Moida. And basically Moida your dad. Yeah, he implies that the wife murdered her father eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And has a watch. And has a watch. But that it, you don't get much detail about that because the, usually you'll just get beat up and then you get looped. Yeah, he usually just chokes you out. She's like the watch is bleh, loop. Mm -hmm. So essentially, in order to find out about the watch, you have to watch your wife get beat up. Yep. And then, yep. And then the the cop, quote unquote, which he's definitely not a cop. He's definitely not a cop. Definitely not a cop. Um, but he'll go into like the bathroom and take it from under a ventilation thingamajig and mm -hmm. grab it and then comes back out and is like all right well you've served your purpose Blah! shoot yep. your wife right in the head yep and then makes it look like suicide yep that's a thing that happens yep so that is really upsetting that leads you into like oh i can find the watch now but really you don't need the watch yet until much later into the game much later definitely becomes a red herring yep um in order to really find out any more information, you have to drug your wife. Yep. Multiple times. Yep. By drugging oh. her, I mean you just give her sleeping pills. So you're not like just like, here's some heroin or something like that. But either way, still drugging your wife. Still drugging your wife. Uh, and, and then you do that in order to lure the, the cop off guard and electrocute himself in the bedroom. Yeah, your, your, your lights don't work right. Mm-hmm. So if you do that, you can interrogate him by just shooting him in the leg. Yep, I shot him in the leg, and you, you kept telling me you were killing him. I'm like, yo, I didn't kill the guy. No, because, like, I kept waiting for him to, like, letting him get up. Yeah. And then, like, I was like, uh, 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 blah. <laughs> and then you were like, just shoot him in the leg. And I was like, okay, I'll just let him get up again, and I'll shoot him in the leg. And then it was like, uh, 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 blah. <laughs> and I was like, I killed him again. I don't know what to do. And you're like, oh, just do it on the ground. I was like, oh. <laughs> smart yeah i mean the first thing that showed up when i like had my curse over there was like 
to shoot in the leg. And I'm like, all right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) So if you talk to the cop, he'll tell you about like the murder and everything. How he's like, oh, the wife shot him on Christmas Eve, then came back on New Year's and finished the job. Ah. But then you're like, wait a minute, there's a picture in the the kitchen that shows that she was here on New Year's. That can't be true. Had to be someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you show him the picture, he'll be like, oh, whoa, okay. I guess, hmm. Interesting. Which, that was a pain in the ass for me because you have to examine the picture first before you show it to him because otherwise, like, you have to examine it at least one of the loops because otherwise he'll just be like, cute pic, so what? I'm like... <laughs> Look at the picture! <laughs> Look at this photograph. Every time I do it, it makes me laugh. <laughs> but literally, like, I sat there for a good, like, five minutes. Just, like, look at it. Look at it. He's like, Cupid, so what? I'm like, mm-hmm. Until I finally just, like, examined it. And then it's like, oh, look, the date is on here. And then I showed it to him. And he's like, oh. oh. <laughs> also, he'll tell you that he was a friend of the, the father. And the father taught him everything he knows and every, all this sort of stuff. Um, and if you look through his phone, you'll learn that, like, his daughter has cancer. So that's kind of yep. why he's trying to do this so he can get money to pay for the cancer treatments and everything. Her name is Bumblebee? Bumblebee, which I'm guessing is just a nickname. Probably, but... Either way. Uh, so, yeah, you you kind of tell him, hey, the wife clearly didn't do this. Look at this photograph. Look at this photograph. And he's like... Oh, I guess that makes sense. You know, last time I saw him, he was just muttering the word monster. Yep. Um, And then you can, I think, basically reveal to your wife that you're stuck in a time loop after this by, like, you tell her one thing, or you tell her, like, look, I here's the baby clothes. I know about this. Also, I know about the whole incident with your father. So I'll just unveil that to you and all this sort of stuff. And she kind of talks about, oh, yeah, I clearly wasn't there. And he's like, well, what about the, what's monster mean? He's like, oh, that's, that's what my mom used to say about my father's affair son. <laughs> affair my, son. My brother. My half brother that I didn't my really know existed, but now I guess he does exist. My half brother. My brother. So then after that, you can call Bumblebee and have her tell her dad to be like, hey, don't make him beat us up or try and kill us, please. Please don't kill us. Please and then he shows up us. and he's like, okay, I guess I'll listen to you. And then the wife will be like, here, look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. And also, <laughs> it proves that I'm not a killer. Yay. And then he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll go find this brother of yours. Also try and figure out what's up with this nanny. And they're like, what What? What else do you know about her? Do you know, like, a name or anything? He's like, no, it started with, like, a D. It was, like, a flower name, Daisy dandelion i don't know and then you go from there which in case if you're me you get stuck and you're like oh i don't know any d names look at this i got a flower on the on the the dresser do you want to look at that (laughs) no i'm gonna break this flower pot does this help no (laughs) well i guess i didn't explore i didn't fully explore the the dinner conversation i should do that oh the d name oh it's after his mom uh uh, oh, 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 <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, I will, so I will say before I got, I dove into that part of the game, I yep. think around the time when you do the, where you have the, the dude show up and you 
try and figure stuff out that way and it's more peaceful more amicable i was like <laughs> what if we're playing as the brother <laughs> wouldn't that be funny <laughs> but they're not gonna do that that'd be ridiculous so i interrogated the, the guy again i showed him the baby clothes and he was like that was the name yep Dahlia, and then the the guy's like, "Oh no 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 no." And then you go back to the past, and you see where he shoots the father. The father. He's like, "Oh man, you're taking all this away from me, and you're gonna take my daughter too." Also, you're very naive and stupid. Yeah. You fool. You fool. What are you doing? You fool. <laughs> yeah, so that's messed up. Yep. 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 <sighs> it's, yeah. So basically, yeah. you go back into the time loop, and you can tell your wife, "Hey, by the way, I killed your dad." Or, "Hey, I'm your brother." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "What the?" F and you have to like look at the clock to get out, which this is where the clock finally comes in. Yeah, and that that kept messing with me. Like I couldn't figure it out. Mm -hmm. So apparently, this game does have multiple endings, like we were theorizing. Oh, does it? Yes. So. Okay. All right, I will read you the last paragraph from Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Using the watch to reverse time, the husband returns to reality where he is still talking with his father and falling in love with his sister. The time loops are revealed to be the husband imagining a positive future with his wife, and the cop is a manifestation of his father's interference. Which is why I guess Willem Dafoe voices both of those characters. Ah. Not very, you know, shown through the game. Mm -hmm. If the husband decides to accept his father's proposal to leave his sister, he enters a loop where the apartment is empty and he is alone. If the husband refuses the proposal, the scuffle repeats and he accidentally breaks his father's neck, and the loops continue to repeat. If the husband recites a book that the wife was reading during the loops, the father offers to hypnotize him to forget his sister, causing the loops to reset and begin anew. Finally, if the, the husband stares at the clock before he is hypnotized, the father tells him to end his imaginary future, ending all the time loops once and for all. What the f Yeah. I mean, we only saw the, the one ending where you're just like, okay, I'm just going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done here. Yep. None of those other endings seem to help. Nope. Still no. not good. No. No. <sighs> Why? Dude, I don't know. This game had promise because, like, there's there's interesting things in this game. Like, I think time loop mechanics are really cool and interesting when put into games and all that sort of stuff. Unveiling, like, this little tiny mystery in this little tiny apartment is a really interesting way to do that. Um, yes. I mean, it, it doesn't play well if you're playing it on a controller because it's very At awkward all. and not intuitive. I mean, it probably plays nope. better on PC because um, it's just, you know, using your mouse Mm -hmm. Which is a much better way to do that than a analog stick and the A button. Man, I was trying so hard to make him walk with that analog stick. But. <sighs> no dice. Man.
That ending really just puts a big old sour note on the whole thing. Yeah. Because, like, it's what the f***? It's basically like a pretty decent roller coaster, but then the person next to you their pants at the end of it, and you just have to, like, sit there with pants person. No, it's like a decent roller coaster that wasn't finished halfway through, and it just you just fall into a deep pit, and you just never come back. <laughs> where, where are you bang your sister? <laughs> Where you think you have an imaginary future where you do that. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, boy. What a mess. What a mess. And it's like, it's, yeah, like, I think the art style is interesting. I think the voice acting is pretty decent. Like, Willem Dafoe does a great job because it's Willem Dafoe. Of course, he's going to do a good job. Right. Um, I hope so. And yeah, like everything leading up into this game did not set off any alarm bells that this was going to be the way the game wraps up. Nope. And you're just like, nope. what is happening? Uh, mistakes were made. Yep. So I wonder, mistakes like, mistakes were so made. I know with the the nature, excuse me, the nature of reviews that a lot of stuff is, you know. Locked down before a game comes out. They do not want mm -hmm. you putting spoilers in reviews. They right. don't want you really putting anything story-related in reviews as much as you can kind of avoid it and everything. Right. Um, so I wonder how much of that affected, like, scores of this game where, like, you can't really discuss the ending of this game without getting super spoilery. And then mm -hmm. how do you equate that into a score without being specific? Yeah. Without just being like, the ending sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's the problem. Like, I mean, obviously, that's a problem with just scores in general. Yes. But also just the problem with the way that reviews are, have to be very secretive. So, it's definitely a uh, a hard thing to do. I want to see what this PC review, PC gamer review says. Which I think they were mostly more frustrated with, like, the time loop aspect of it. Yeah, the actual gameplay element yeah. of the game yeah the big selling point interesting yeah. interesting yeah i mean i have a bigger problem with the ending than i do the time loop aspect of it i do like this line uh they're talking about like if they're they the developer wrote more dialogue and ended up cutting it which apparently i guess that was true Whatever the reason, the end result is a game that wants to be emotionally impactful but never gave me anything to latch onto, and the conclusion was so contrived I was ready to alt F4 and install the game in a huff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, mystery what? games can be done better. Yeah. Without going... Like, this... This feels like it's like, you know, it's you're running, you're about to reach the finish line, and you just trip and fall around your face and just scuff the hell out of your face. Yes. Like, and just the ending itself just feels like it's made for shock value rather than being, like, anything... Good storytelling? Good storytelling or, like, trying to make anything, like, emotionally compelling or anything like that. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't really see where you go for this and be like, yes, this is a good idea that we're going to do and it's going to just resonate with so many people. Yeah. God, I hope it doesn't. 
I watched a friend of mine play through this all in one sitting on on his stream, and I was helping him through like the puzzles because some of the puzzles can be very contrived if you get lost and everything. Yeah. Um, and just seeing his face when he got to the reveal was, Mwah, chef's kiss. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Like I literally Man. told him the only thing I told him going into it was like, the ending is something. People are very uh, people are very interested in talking about that ending. <laughs> that was basically it. And then it was like, once you get there, you're like, he was like, what the f***? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> but yeah. Monster indeed. Monster, get out. Maybe we were the real monster all, all along. We were the I monster mean, we, we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the Walking Dead, maybe we are the real Walking Dead. I mean... That show's still on TV, apparently, though. How? I don't know. I'm sure Norman Reedus is making the same face that he always makes. <laughs> consistently. Oh, you yeah, know I what? bet. I guess good for him. Dude's getting a regular paycheck. Yeah. And he just has to show up and look at a camera. Scowl. Basically, he just has his, like, resting <laughs> face and he gets paid for it. It's true. Oh, my God. <sighs> Max is, like, winking at me. He's like, hey, I'm better than 12 minutes. Wink, wink. Hey, I can make better facial expressions than Norman Reedus. Also, wink, I can wink. do that. I can tell a better story. Oh, man. Look at you, Maxwell. Aren't you talented? What a good boy. show man yep yeah it's disappointing yeah. like everything i'd seen in that game going up to release i was like this seems real cool and interesting and then yeah. walking away from it, i was like what the f that sure was the thing that we did yep oh man and i beat it before you and i was just dying to get your response on it i was like oh my god this is a weird game Yep. Yep. I mean, the only yep. benefit, the only positives of it are I didn't pay full price for it. Correct. And it only took me like four or five hours to beat. Yeah, it didn't take very long, and I had a Game Pass, so. But it's also I like I can't complain. But with with the, with the way that the ending has been out there now, like yeah. I've definitely seen a lot of people be like, "Should I play this game?" And people will be like, "Just look up the ending. Do not play this game." Yeah. <laughs> like no. people are just dissuading other people from playing it now. Because yeah. of the ending, which is man, that's not the kind of uh, lasting the impact. That's not the buzz you want or the lasting impact you want for your video game. Nope. Man. I mean, do you really want to be known as the game where you have to be dissuaded from wanting to bone your sister? No. No, no, that's not the legacy you really want to have. No. No. Terrible. Who thought that was a good idea? <sighs> good question. Oh, I guess the guy who made it did. <laughs> you know, sometimes in life, people make poor life choices. Yep. And um, this is one of them. Yep. I hope. I hope this was a, um, a learning experience. A learning experience. <laughs> 
man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. And I sincerely hope if this man has ever had any of these thoughts that he goes to therapy immediately. Yes. And also, like, maybe don't be around his sister. (laughs) If he has one. If he has one. Just saying. Well, that was 12 minutes and 12 minutes. Uh, Yeah, it definitely took us 12 minutes, right? Definitely. (laughs) And I think that's going to wrap this week's episode up. Uh-huh. So, yeah. if you would like more from us, head on over to SeasonalAnimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool so we can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Al Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Uh, you, do you want anything else you want to plug? Because you got other stuff now. Um... Do you mean like the fact that I started streaming? Yeah, if you want, if you want me to plug that as well, I could, I can, I can squish that into your your part there. Sure, I. I hadn't yeah. thought about it until now. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. you have other stuff I could plug. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't know how consistent I'm gonna be because I've been terribly inconsistent. But yeah, I, I stream now. I guess. Yay. Where can people find <laughs> you on the streams? Oh boy. Um. So my name is Madalena, and if you know my name and Ladium, just flip it backwards, and that's where you'll find me. On the Twitch. On Twitch, yes. That is where you'll find me. Yes. Twitch.tv slash Madalena, or M-E-Y-D-A-L-E-N-N-A. <laughs> yep, just spell and Ladium backwards, and you got it. Yes. Um... Yeah, yeah, I have streamed uh, Busta Fellows, which I'm still going to play some more of, um, do some Atome, uh, and I did a a dual stream with Jared where we played some Mario Kart. Until the storms our... told us, hey, stop playing video games. <laughs> yeah, the storms were like, nope. Uh, and then I did another dual stream with Opecmon mm-hmm. where we played Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what else comes out of, of my shenanigans, but I have a setup now, um, where I can do PC and switch games. You do. So, um, yeah. Yay. I, I come hang out with us, I guess. Yay. Yes. Yay. Hey, yay. I'll ban you. (laughs) (laughs) I have two mods and you're one of them and you're just like, I want to do all the things. I have so many many powers i am very powerful so yeah check out Al on her streams on twitch if you have the chance mostly it'll be a weekend stream because that's when she's not swamped yes so you go uh you can follow us on twitter and tiktok at anime checkup you can buy our books one shiny moment of critical analysis of love life sunshine and hot tubs and pac-man on amazon.com and you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash s-a-c-o-v-a buy us a slice of pizza get access to unedited versions of the podcast early and bonus episodes as well next week we'll talk about something else something 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 mm-hmm.